I am so very, very, very bored. It's me, Cindy. Again, seems this is getting to be something of a go-to emotion for me, which kicks in around the time the work part of the day is done, which is to say the sun is set and it feels like it should be free time, chill time, time off. So I'm scanning the options of what to do, and I can only come up with three. Write something creative or watch TV or put on music and clean the house. I don't really want to write because mostly because I've been writing for work all day and I think I really should draw the line or put the laptop away at the least same thing. But I don't particularly want to watch TV because first that's more looking at screens and because I'm starting to feel about TV like I was feeling about it this time last year when I was, well, I was just bored by it. Turns out you can get your fill at TV, something I never would have believed until last winter. But look at me now, tired of TV again. This is a hint of lockdown deja vu. I know I have nothing really to complain about. Do I sound like I'm complaining? Could you think of this more as an observation than me just sharing my miseries? Being something of a superstitious girl, I don't even want to say I'm bored out loud because I feel like I'm tempting fate. Like, oh, you have nothing to focus on? How about this big problem? So I'm officially stating I am not complaining. I'm just trying to conquer, quell, or just quiet that sense of... Ah, bland blankness, because I am not a fan of boredom. I think I told you this a while back, but I always considered what Wayne Dyer said about when his kids would come to him and said they were bored, and he'd go, that's great, now you can use your imagination to come up with something. I've always liked the idea that, about putting your imagination to good use, about, you know, giving it a job, giving it a task. Anyway, I was saying I could only come up with three options of things to do. It doesn't have anything to do with my imagination, but it's just, I feel so limited. It's like, you know, I wasn't interested in watching TV or sitting down at the computer to write, and I wasn't going to start writing by hand in a loose-leaf folder because I have so many partial writings in so many loose-leaf notebooks. So the third option would be to put on some music and clean the house. And something tells me that at least part of that idea is not going to see the light of day or the light of these lamps. Then I was thinking about how easy it is to put off cleaning the house, dusting, vacuuming, the mirrors, cleaning the chandelier, although that is always worth the effort. The dreaded cleaning the bathroom, which I have to admit is also worth the effort. I saw something about procrastination today. If you go back to episode 24, I had figured out all these ways to stop myself from procrastinating. But what I was realizing today is that when I put off cleaning tasks, you ready? I am not procrastinating as technically, I'm not really putting them off. I'm just not doing them until I do. That's a good mindset, don't you think? You can borrow that. I'm not reading much lately. Books or the very act of reading somehow is boring to me, but I try to push myself and read more of that book on 4,000 weeks. This was the third time I took it out of the library. The third time. And for the third time, the Kindle loan through the library was up and the book disappeared again. But I have requested it for the fourth time, and I will get to it again. It's starting to feel like it's going to take me 4,000 weeks to read it. I got a little farther into it this time, but somehow there's something about the way this guy writes that is just not engaging me. I think there's interesting information or perspectives tucked away in this book somewhere, but there is a lack of clarity and focus in the writing, so I'm having to work to stay interested. So I'm just taking my time. For the record, not procrastinating. I'm doing my best, but his meh writing and the library time limits are working against me.
Maybe this new take on how it's not procrastination is a way to be kinder to myself. But there's also, strangely, an absence of the urgency to get things done in my life at this point. Well, there are deadlines to meet, and those are addressed, but mostly if I have something to do and I don't get to it, whatever. Most of what I do or don't do, or at least a lot, doesn't require that urgency. Email, phone calls, making lists, checking off tasks. Not to minimize or demean what I do on a daily basis, but a lot of my activities are mundane or, you know, kind of inconsequential. Does it matter if I dust? Not really. Well, I suppose up to a point it does, but mostly my work is pleasant. My days are good. I'm not complaining. Again, not complaining. Also, as I've said before, if you can work for yourself, do it. It's worth whatever the drawbacks are. So you can take cleaning the house off the option of things to do tonight. For one reason, because I don't know what time it is where you are, but it's nighttime here. It's past dinner time, well past. Anyway, so a little while ago, I thought, well, even though I'm not really hungry, because I made peanut butter cookies earlier today, and if you're not going to eat them, why bother to bake? But I thought some dinner food would be in order. But, you know, instead of putting effort into it, even fixing food, I just opened a can of Progresso vegetable soup, and it was awful. Ugh, I'm telling you. I had to look at the can to see if I had inadvertently grabbed a no-salt or a flavor-free variety. But no, it just tasted as boring as I've been feeling. Funny, huh? (laughs) So miserable excuse for a meal behind me. What a waste. And having zero interest in the only three ideas I can come up with, I gotta do something. I mean, like cleaning the house, I don't have to do something. I could sit on the couch and play games on the iPad or learn more Spanish. That's what I did last night. Although I'm really having fun with it. Do you think it's a call for help? Or more like I think it would be good to know some Spanish. I'll tell you more about that later. I want to work out this boredom thing right now. I could take out some paints and some rocks. I've been going up to Long Island Sound, which is magically just minutes away, and bringing a little blue bucket to collect 10 or 15 rocks at a time because the Riverhead Antibias Task Force is going to plant little kindness corners all around Riverhead. So we're on a mission to collect painted rocks. So I could do some of those. Maybe. Maybe you could. That would be great. I could have another peanut butter cookie. One of the ones topped with a little glob of preserves. Maybe I will. That would be great. I'm starting to feel like um, like I want to write something. I think really, I just think I should be able to sustain a story over the course of 100 pages, but I've never tried it. And I keep thinking I don't have a story with that much detail, but this isn't even a new idea, more like something that's been breathing down my neck for, I don't know, forever. There's a part of me that thinks I could write a pretty funny book, but that's where procrastination comes in. Because how many pages? I think that's what's so intimidating. Plus, I wouldn't be starting to write something as the thing to do to not be bored tonight. Before I can really be comfortable writing, physically comfortable, I have to set up a writing space that works. Right now, I somehow migrated from my computer desk to the dining room table, which, while it allows me to spread out perhaps too far, I'm at a ladder-back chair that was not designed for comfort or duration. I have a table and an office chair in the garage waiting till I get the office back to a higher functioning than it is now as a small storage area. But I'm not going to do that tonight either. What if what I do tonight is go over all the things I could but won't do and then go to bed? (laughs) Did I tell you about the cards I made at Christmas? I had taken that three-night paper art class a winter, I think a year or so ago. 
And we had started this project making little pictures uh, out of torn papers, you know, collaged. But I'd never finished mine. I'd gotten so far, and then I just put them away. There were a couple of them. Early December, I was thinking about, I could pull them out and make them Christmas cards to send to the family. So I pulled them out. And I did some reconfiguring of the papers. I really had a great time. And I'd like to do more of that. It's not tonight. It occurs to me that collaging is sort of like the lazy girl's version of quilting. You get to use little snippets of color and create images and landscapes, only instead of fabric, it's paper. And instead of sewing, you're just gluing. And the end result isn't as practical. I do love art projects, but again, have to be set up somewhere other than the dining room table that would probably work to my advantage. Even talking about how that feels, that doing artwork, kind of exciting, like something good is coming. I try to watch for, I try to be on the alert for those feelings that tell me I'm onto something. You know, of course, sometimes those feelings are wrong, <coughs> all boyfriends, but it's helpful to note that there's something that interests me in that project. That's not my idea, that being on the lookout for what you respond to positively or that feels somewhere in the neighborhood of thrilling or emotionally interesting or even has a mild pull of curiosity. I think it was Oprah's idea, but whatever. I'm sure she heard it from somebody else, and it rang true for me. It reminded me of the book that suggested you write down a limitless list of all the things you could do if you could do anything and everything. That exercise alone is a lot of fun once you start getting into it. It's like when you're a kid and you make up your own games. Anyway, so you make this list. It doesn't matter how many possibilities you have down. It's infinite. The next step is to go through the list again and to make a mark by every one that sounds really good. Now, in this book, the advice was to take the next step to examine your picks, to come up with ideas of how you could incorporate elements of each of those on your list into your life. But you could also just use that to get a feeling for what you'd like to add to your life or to your days, what you're going to gravitate to, what makes you like, oh, that's interesting. Or maybe just find something to do while you're bored. And then maybe you can offer me some ideas of what I can do. Or maybe I'll make another one of those lists. It's been a while since the last time and I can see what comes up. Hey, thanks for that. I think maybe you've helped me start to figure out a way to get out of this wave of boredom I'm stuck on. You are so nice. I'm not always bored. There are probably about a hundred episodes now of this bite-sized podcast. If you want to hear more, you can always sign up or subscribe to the It's Me, Cindy podcast, or it's just me, Cindy, <laughs> wanting to have more fun and be less bored and take you along with me. Thanks for listening.